What's up, guys? Welcome to episode seven of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm here with Spencer. You want to say hello? What's up, Fanatics? Gotta love the energy. Um, so this this uh, podcast, we're gonna preview Week 14, talk about some of our rankings, uh, we'll go over some articles on the website, and we'll talk about some of the big games this week. Um, we're gonna touch on some big storylines, things such as uh, Jalen Hurts starting, a bunch of injury news. So let's start with the injuries, actually. Um, who's been ruled out today, Spencer? All right, so uh, Julio Jones, who is facing the Chargers, has been ruled out. Uh, David Johnson has been placed on the COVID reserve list. Mm-hmm. He has also been ruled out. And uh, am I missing anybody? Did you say Julio? You said Julio, right? I said Julio and uh, David Johnson. Uh, McCaffrey? Yeah, McCaffrey's been uh, – he's listed as doubtful this week, and so is uh, – Antonio, Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, Antonio Gibson. Yep. Um, Speaking of Antonio Gibson, are you are you comfortable starting him? Well, obviously I mean, not. Start, <laughs> comfortable starting JD McKissick. Oh, starting JD McKissick. Uh, in PPR, yes. Um, I'd put him in there as a flex. I think he's a good option because he gets a you know a lot of targets. Uh, non PPR, I don't think so because he doesn't really rack up that many yards, and he's not their goal line back. They love even when Gibson was in there, they would put Peyton Barber in there sometimes. So non PPR, I'd probably lean towards uh, Peyton Barber. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the rankings right now, and you don't have him in your top thirty. I have him at running back twenty four, and that's for half point PPR. I'd probably move right. him up four or five spots. Right. So why do you why don't you have him in there? Well, Are you just we- scared about Peyton Barber? I mean, yeah, and also um, for the viewers, we'll, we're going to update our rankings um, as we do every week, and we will release those most likely Sunday morning. I would guess. We'll try to get them out Saturday afternoon this week. Yeah, Sunday morning at the latest. Um, and so taking out the people who, is, who are hurt and have already played, I'd put McKissick probably in the you know 25 to 30 range. Um, you know, he, He's a reasonable play, but I'd put him in, in non-PPR. Him and Barber are probably pretty close. Okay. All right. Um, let's go, to, go like, over Jalen Hurts. Let's go to Jalen Hurts. Okay. Let me get this up real quick. Yeah. All right, that's the running backs. Let me get up the quarterbacks real quick, and we'll go over some quarterback rankings that we have this week. Yeah, so I've got Jalen Hurts uh, just inside my top 15, as do you. Um, how do you think he's going to do this week? Well, I have him at quarterback 13. Um you know, he has a tough matchup against New Orleans, but just because he has that running ability, I think he has potential top 10 upside. Right. Uh, if he was in a better matchup, I'd probably put him at 10 or 11 above Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan. Do you think he's kind of comparable to Taysom Hill? Not as athletic, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll run as much, but I could see 50 yards and a touchdown from him. Yeah, he also doesn't have the weapons that – we're an offensive line. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's um, lacking a lot, a lot on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Daniel Jones coming back this week um, after the Colt McCoy show is over. Uh, we both have Daniel Jones ranked pretty low outside of our top twenty. Um, how do you think that's going to go? Do you think he'll be able to put up some good numbers coming down the stretch? Well, they're facing the Cardinals, which is a Decent matchup, I guess you could say. Uh, it could be a high-scoring game, though. That's the only thing. But he averages 13.5 points per game. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not top 15 quarterback range. Yeah, not ideal. Uh, before he went down, I think he was QB 22. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the reason I have him at QB 22 this week. Uh, do you have any trust in Tua against the Chiefs? I think that's a game where he could potentially get replaced by Fitzmagic again. So I have him at 23. The only reason I have him inside the top 25 is because potentially a shootout, but I don't, I don't think, I think he struggles mightily in that game. What do you think? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I think Kansas city has a very underrated defense. You know, they always get the spotlight shown on their offense because they're so explosive, but uh, I mean, they got a bunch of ball Hawks back there. Um, I don't know. I just, I've, I've streamed their defense in the past uh, when they got good matchups against people who are a little careless with the ball. Um, and, I mean, it's worked out. Like, I streamed them against Drew Locke. And I think Tua's in a similar situation where sometimes he's a little bit loose with the ball, not to the same extent. But I think they're a viable option. And for that reason, I don't think Tua's going to be, um, you know, anywhere near like a top 20 play this week. All right, so I'm looking right here, and you have Justin Herbert in your top five. Right. Um, despite a bad week. Um, before the Buffalo game oh, two weeks ago, the last game he had under 20 was week three. So mm-hmm. is that is that why you have him so high? It's because, you know, he's been so consistent this year besides those two games? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's just a little blip. Um, this week they got the Falcons. It's in L.A. You know, the Falcons got a sneaky good run defense, like we always say, but – you can throw the ball on them. And um, if Atlanta can get something going, uh, Herbert will have to throw to keep up with them. Um, I don't think Atlanta's offense is as bad as they played. Um, yeah, I mean, Herbert adds a little value with his legs. Having Eckler back is always nice. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I think he's a, I think he's a good, solid play. Definitely top five for me. Okay. Above guys like Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray? I would, yeah. Kyler Murray, he's kind of struggled recently. Uh, Deshaun Watson, who they play? They've got Chicago at Chicago. And, you know, tough yeah, matchup. A, yeah, that is a tough matchup. Without Will Fuller, uh, without David Johnson, but he's kind of gotten used to that. Brandon Cooks and Kiki Cutie are also uh, questionable for that game, but I yep. think are expected to play. But... Yeah, I mean, Brandon Cooks is one bad hit from, like, ending his career. As many concussions as he's had. Yeah, he's so, uh, definitely been... Yep. All right. You want to go to some of the running back rankings real quick? Yeah, sure. That sounds good. All right. Let me get to that real quick. Hold on. Excuse me. All right. Here we go. Mm. Now, you want to start off with the weekly question of who I have too high? Well, I mean, you just look at number one, and it's it's obvious. You look at number three, it's obvious. You know, yes, James Robinson's been really good the whole season, but number one's a bit too high. David Montgomery, buying into the hype. Um, you know, he's been good. He's been a little more productive, but I don't see that continuing. Um, playing against well, the Houston. reason – let me let me, let me me tell you this. The reason I have David Montgomery so high is mm-hmm. because the high volume he's been receiving, mm-hmm. he had uh, – you know, ever since he's came back, his volume's only been going up. Granted, mm-hmm. it's been two weeks, but I mean, he had 21 touches last week. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, without Tariq going there, he's earlier this season, he was just so bad, but he's starting to, he's starting to come along. I feel, and they're facing Houston, which is one of the worst run defenses. I, I mean, I would, I would honestly take him over guys like Dalvin cook and Aaron Jones this week as crazy as that sounds, but yeah, no, not for me. I mean, you were, you brought up the argument for volume and you put him over guys like cook and Henry who are getting like 30 touches, plenty of games. So I, I wouldn't put him over them. Um, I've got him just outside my top 10 actually. Well, I do have Derrick Henry over David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Cook, uh, like he gets fed. Like he's yeah, Cook's facing the Bucks, who's a good defense, and Aaron Jones is facing the Lions, which I don't really have an explanation for that one. But I do think David Montgomery <laughs> has, a, has a better week than Aaron Jones. Okay. You disagree? You're saying better than Aaron Jones? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds like we'll be betting on that one. All right. Um, Let's you have else. DeAndre Swift at 21. I have him at R- RB12. I feel like we talk about this every week, mm-hmm. and then he is out. Um, I think he might be playing this week. So you want to discuss that one? Yeah, I mean, if he's playing, um, he's a viable RB2 for me. Um, I just don't think he's going to come back. And they just immediately give him like a complete workhorse role. That's kind of my thinking. Okay, so you think they ease him back? Yeah, and I mean, it's not like Adrian Peterson or Carrion Johnson were like just complete garbage, but I mean, they weren't like crazy good. But AP's found the end zone a few times. Um, so I don't see why they just completely remove him. They are facing Green Bay, who is the 30th best running, um, 30th best against running backs. Well, I think that's a little skewed because what Dalvin Cook did to them, he absolutely destroyed them for like a thousand yards and like twelve touchdowns in one game. So, I mean, I think that's a little skewed. So I would also like to pack, pack, pat myself on the back here, as I have Cam Akers, Cam Akers at running back thirteen, as you have him at running back twenty-two. Yeah, I'm not saying I am the reason Cam Akers did so good, but. Sure sounds like it sounds like that's what you're <laughs> you're well, Maybe so, maybe so. I just uh I don't know. I got the feeling it was a K Makers game. I've never I've never put a Rams running back that high. Mm-hmm. But uh it's I mean, safe he, to say he made that, our boom list. It's safe to say that Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown are totally fantasy irrelevant for the playoffs. Yeah, I gotta agree. And I mean barring, barring injury. Yeah, for sure. I mean Henderson makes for an interesting handcuff. Just in case, but uh, to touch on Cam Makers, I mean he he was on our boom list, and um, we told plenty of people to start him. So you know, hopefully, it's not just us reaping the re- rewards of that. Uh, hopefully, you guys had him in your lineup as well. I also put a poll up today. It was our highest voted poll ever. It was really? if Cam Akers the Ram- Rams RB one next year. Where are you drafting him? And thirty three percent of the people said first through second round. Fifty-four percent of the people said third through four round, mm-hmm. third through fourth round, and nine percent of the people said fifth through six. So it's looking like he'll go in that two to three to four range. Yeah, I would vote three to four. Yeah, I mean, if we see what we saw last night for the rest of the season, I mean, he's making that case of being at that twenty to twenty-five range. Well, I mean, you could have said the same thing about Gerald Henderson earlier in the season, and look what he's doing. I, Sean McVay is just such a great coach. 
great offensive coach. He can make anybody look good. Yeah, and that offensive line was opening up some absolutely massive holes. You know, it's not like he was just having to beat everybody. He was like, I mean, he's running through open valley. Um, what about Gio Bernard? Uh, we both have met. Uh, you have met twenty-seven. I have met twenty-six. Mm-hmm. I have had a lot of questions this week. He's facing the Cowboys. Do you think he has top fifteen upside this week? Um, I think he's a type of running back who in PPR always has top fifteen upside. Um, I think he has more upside than players like uh, Damian Harris or uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I think so too. Just because he's the undisputed back right now, with Mixon being out, but he just know, has not been good. Much P Ryan gets some snaps back there too. He does, but it's not very much, not very many relevant snaps. Um, I just don't like him to be honest. So what if? Wow, that was kind of that was kind of mean. No, I mean I like Plant as a player, obviously. Like, I, I'm I'm not a fan. Like I, I try to keep it. I've got him in a couple leagues, but he is. He's staying out of my lineups until, um, you know, he he shows differently. Maybe this is the game because you know Dallas has been kind of susceptible, but well, we shall see. If Joe Mixon comes back next week, are you trusting him? Hmm. No, I don't think so. You you wouldn't. Where would you Where would you rank him? I'd probably be ranking him low to mid twenties, probably. Joe Mixon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I yeah, would I'm, put him. I'm a huge Joe Mixon fan. I, th- uh, it depends on if they work him back into the lineup or what. But I, if he gets a full workload, I think he's definitely a top fifteen, top thirteen running back. See, I just don't think he is, especially with, you know, them Without not having Burrow. Burrow. Yeah, yeah, I can see um, what you mean by that. No, he he had one big game this year, and that was it. Everything else was disappointing. So, I, I don't trust him. I'm not. I'm not a fan. All right. Let's go through some of our wide receiver rankings. Mm-hmm. We'll go through all the positional rankings real quick. And yes, uh, Sunday we will be um, live streaming a Q and A. Ten thirty. Should we do it for an hour this time? Because I mean, we I got we got more views and uh, questions. Than I thought we were going to. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, ten thirty sound good. Sunday. Yeah, ten thirty to eleven thirty. Um, you want to do that? Maybe if, uh, if we get enough people, we'll keep going to like 12 or something. Okay. All right. Let's go to some of our wide receiver rings. Devontae Adams is obviously the best play this week against the Lions. I'm thinking he might go for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Good see. Uh, yeah, I can easily see it. Um, as a Bills fan, what's up with Stefan Diggs at eight? I mean, that's not bad. Just look at the people ahead of him. I mean, Let's be real. He hasn't been the same Stefan Diggs as earlier in the season. He's been good, but earlier in the season he was more I feel, efficient. I feel, like he's, I feel like he's faced more double teams this year, and they're they're just guarding over the top, so everything's kind of underneath, kind of like uh, the juju effect. Well, I mean, and they're also throwing to Cole Beasley a lot more than they were earlier in the year, and that's going to take away from Diggs. Um, so I, don't I know. have I have good. Cole Beasley ranked this week. At twenty three, you don't you have met twenty eight. Is he moving into that wide receiver two range? No, I mean PPR. Mm, I don't think so, especially not this week because they got the the Steelers. Um, Steelers coming off a loss at that, so 
I wouldn't move him up there just yet. Okay. Any other wide receiver rankings you would like to talk about? Yeah. Um, so you mentioned um, you, know, you wouldn't be surprised if Devontae Adams has a massive game because they're playing the Lions, which makes me think about um, Alan Lazard or MVS. If, if you need to throw someone in in a deep league, you're dealing with injuries, and you need to just take a home run, you know, swing for the fences. Um, I think one of those two guys is a good option to catch a deep ball in that game. Um, I'd probably lean towards Lazard. Um, if you if you can get him, I mean, would you start him over maybe Tim Patrick? Yeah, I take Lazard over Tim Patrick. Absolutely. What about Emmanuel Sanders? Yep, I take him over Sanders. I would. Yeah. What about Gabriel Davis? I would over Gabriel no. Davis. Oh, no. I mean, that's, updated... that's the third. That's the third receiver going against the Steelers. Like, I, I don't like. I that. have Gabriel Davis at thirty in the updated rankings coming out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, have you already updated yours? Yeah, yeah, I updated mine today. Yeah, yeah. So you got him at thirty. Um, he may just creep inside the top thirty for me after I remove injuries and people have played. But he's I, definitely I a good dynasty wide receiver, though. Wait, you still have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods on your rankings? No, I haven't updated them on the website. I've updated them on the. Uh, Google. You, you have not yet, but that's all right. Well, anyways, that's not for them to worry about. We'll handle that. Like we said, we'll, they'll be up um, Saturday night or Sunday morning. Um, so, yeah, what about uh, – let's move on to tight end. Um, you know, someone who's been really good recently and is showing a couple flashes from a couple years ago is Eric Ebron. He's really come along for the Steelers, um, taking that position for himself basically. You know, a couple of years ago when he was on the Colts, he had that one season where he had, like, what, over 10 touchdowns, I think? Yeah, he's really become a huge target for Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he is all reliable. Anytime Ben Roethlisberger needs to get the ball away quick, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of w- at the cost of Claypool, though. Yeah, I mean, he's that big touchdown target. I mean, mm-hmm. it's basically who do you want to double team in the red zone? Mm-hmm. And you know he's not throwing to Juju. That's just not happening. Cause, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have Juju in a ton of leagues, and he is just stinking it up this year. Mm-hmm. I have Dalton Schultz inside my top 12, and I have him in the boom. I think it's a huge week versus the Bengals. Um, you have him at 16. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he has the potential to go for 100 yards and two touchdowns. See, I um, don't see that. I think there's too many mouths to feed there, especially with Michael Gallup playing a little better recently. Um, yeah, I mean, don't, uh, don't uh, Cincinnati's defense is 30th best against tight ends. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's a huge week coming for uh, Dalton Schultz. Okay, I mean, I, I can respect the call because they got a good matchup, but I think there's just too many mouths to feed. Um, and I don't see them being in a situation where they have to throw. I think this could be a big Zeke game, which I'm hoping not because I'm going against them in the playoffs in our league. Um, so let's talk about another interesting ranking. You have a Zach Ertz at 20. You don't you don't think that they're going to work him in a little more? To not until I see it. From, Hurts? Not until I see it. Okay, um, I mean, that's I, understandable. I have not. I mean, he was there last week, wasn't he? And I think he had one or two catches. 
I mean, it's their first game back. So he had uh, two catches for 31 yards. I mean, if he gets worked in and he's the Zacherts, we see he's a top five tight end easily. Okay. He's a Zacherts of old. Now, I just, what, feel, what does I just feel like Carson Wentz loved Zacherts. Uh, that's what I feel like. He did, yeah. yeah. And I think at this point right now, with the injuries he's dealing with, maybe Dallas Goddard's the better tight end there. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, Goddard's a bigger tight end. Um, but if we're being honest, Goddard and Ertz, that's like their two best receivers. Alshon is washed. Um, you know, Rager, he's looked okay, but you know, nothing like super consistent. Um, it's just Fulgham's been completely phased out, which surprised me. They like replaced him with Alshon Jeffrey, who I mean, I, I wasn't a big fan of that move, but man, what can you do? I guess they're trying to tank or something. Is Travis Fulgham droppable to you? Yes, absolutely. He's he's hardly even getting snaps now. It's it doesn't really make sense to me. I I, I would drop him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get to the website. Go to the website. Yeah, let's let's go over some some more of the boom bust um, we had on there. We hit on uh, Cam Akers earlier. We hit on Dalton Schultz. Um, we talked a little bit about Jalen Hurts. You got James Conner on your boom list. He's got an unusually low projection from ESPN this week. Do you think he'll be taking the over on that one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, he has faced a Buffalo's defense, who is, I think, the worst run defense. I think, I mean, I saw a surprising stat earlier this week. The Steelers haven't had a top 25 running game in four years. Or since Le'Veon Bell was their running back, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Conner has been uh, – I, I, I don't know the, the right word for it. But, uh, yeah, he has a really good matchup this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's definitely going for 15-plus. Also, yeah, I have Tyler Boyd against the Cowboys, which is a really good matchup. I have uh, Marvin Jones, assuming Jair Alexander doesn't go and guard him. He, he lines up in the slot, right? Who's this? Marvin Jones. Um, a lot of times he lines up outside. No. Oh, he does line up outside. Yeah, yeah, he's outside. Yeah, I have them trying to keep up with Green Bay, though. Yeah. I'm scoring uh, a touchdown or two. And then... Uh, Let's go to the bust. He got in there. All See, right. for, for bust, you got um, Kareem Hunt and Raheem Mostert running back. Uh, completely agree with both calls. Uh, Kareem Hunt. He's been getting kind of phased out. Doesn't make sense to me because I think he's super talented. I think talent wise, you know, I don't know if there's a hot take or not. I think he's a top ten back in the league. He's just on a team with another one. Um, Mostert, I could see why. Um, maybe have a tough matchup going against Washington, but I, I I could just see them getting ahead. So maybe they feed him a little more. But Washington's been good. Uh, Brandon Cooks dealing with the concussion and stuff. I mean, it just takes one big hit. He's fragile. Chase Claypool, he's been getting phased out, like we were saying. I mean, maybe that was just a very small sample size for that issue, but he's kind of hard to trust at the moment. And then Gronk, um, you have him on your bus list going against Minnesota. Why is that? All right. Yes, he has been good this season, but in mm-hmm. tough matchups like the Rams in New Orleans, mm-hmm. he's had .2 and 2.5. Um, I don't know if you really consider Minnesota a tough matchup, but I do. Uh, 
I don't know if he'll be guard. I don't know if Eric Kendricks is playing this week. I think he is. Mm-hmm. Or if he'll guard, be guarded by Harrison Smith. I'm not sure. But if he's guarded by either one of them, I think this is potentially a below 40 yards a week for him. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a similar situation to uh, Dalton Schultz. The reason why I was saying I, I'm not as big of a believer in Schultz this week, too many mouths to feed. I think they're going to keep trying to get AB involved. Mike Evans looks like he's good to play. Chris Godwin's playing. So, I mean, it. it's just a matter of – I think he's their fourth option. I mean, they even were throwing a camera break a lot uh, recently. So, I guess we shall see. Um, I, I, I just – I'm never confident starting a tight end in an offense where he's you know, the fourth or fifth option. So, that, that's my reasoning. Um, is there any other boom Okay, Eric, Eric Kendrick is – not playing this week, so maybe right. Gronk does have a good week. I don't know. There's just so many mouths to feed. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking. Um, you want to go over some of the hot takes this week, and we'll wrap it up? Yeah, sounds good. So in collab with uh, Robbie, Mr. Hot Takes, we've come up with Lamar Jackson rushing for 150 yards. We've said Justin Herbert will pass for 400 yards. Uh, Derrick Henry will have 200 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm sure that, Robbie would love that. <laughs> that is, uh, you know, that is not that far fetched against Jacksonville. Yeah, he does have quite the history of destroying Jacksonville. Aaron Jones will have 10 plus catches. Um, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson will both have 150 yards and a touchdown. Both having that. That's you know. To be fair, I think we've hit like two of these in the past six weeks. Uh, but the fans love it. I mean, yeah, I mean they're they're hot takes for a reason. Robbie's known for you know producing some pretty hot takes. Uh, Mike Evans will have three touchdowns. So it's interesting. Yeah, that's that's pretty hot. And then Dalton Schultz looks like this was coming from uh, the boomless as well. Will be a top three tight end this week. Okay, I mean I I I think most all of these are within reason, like in the realm of possibilities. I think Thielen and Jefferson both having 150-plus in a touchdown might be a little much. But, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if the other ones happened. Like, it wouldn't be, like, you know, just completely shocking. All right. Well. Yeah, so be sure to check us out on Sunday. We'll be live streaming on YouTube from 1030 to 1130. Um, Yeah, and uh, hopefully we can get out a podcast tomorrow, too, uh, Saturday. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. The yep. FFNX3. Um, we just hit 600 followers. So massive thank you to everybody. Um, I think that's about it. Um, let's see. Let us know. Uh, now that it's playoff time, what you want to see on the website. If there's any sort of content we are not producing that you would like to see comment uh tweet at us anything like that um we'd love to we'd love to accommodate whatever you're wanting and yeah that's that's about it you got anything else for him Uh, no i think we're good awesome appreciate it guys thanks for watching again and we'll catch you in the next one